Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Ticket 760 Golf Show on San Antonio's sports station, Ticket 760. The Ticket 760 Golf Show, presented by MK Golf Tech, Joe Caruso Golf, and the Alamo City Golf Trail. Now, on the first tee, here's Andy Everett. Well, unfortunately, I don't think any of us are going to get too close to any first tees today. It's another soupy mess out there golf-wise and outdoor-wise with all the rain and storms in the area. Many of the area golf courses closed today and will open tomorrow. Most of the Alamo City Golf Trail, at least from what I saw from them last night on um, their Facebook page, that uh, Brackenridge is open, but pretty much everything else is going to be shut down until tomorrow until it dries out just a little bit. Hopefully the weather gets out of here by this afternoon, tomorrow, and the rest of the week next week maybe a little bit better, and uh, we'll get back out on the golf course at some time soon. Maybe there's a golf course in your area that you get to play today, and hope you have a good day out there on the on the golf course. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk um, Foot Joy Golf with Jared Lentz, who is the uh, area rep, and I'm a big fan of Foot Joy. Been wearing their product for, oh, I don't know, 50 years. So we'll uh, discuss that with him. The uh, UTSA men's golf team finished fifth at the Conference USA Championship. They await their fate uh, next Wednesday when Golf Channel will determine where everybody's going and uh, who's the uh, where, where everybody's going and what the, um, the seeds are going to be. UTSA should get an at-large bid. We'll discuss all of that with John coming up at 830. And then in the 815 segment, we'll visit with Gary Peserb and Kerry Kimball. Kerry is the executive director of the First Tee. Gary is with the Canyon Springs uh, Men's Golf Association, and they've got a big tournament coming up in June. We're going to talk about all of that and all things First Tee. Let's first get into the Valspar Championship, and there's a Keegan Bradley sighting. Interesting that Keegan Bradley caddied in this, uh, in, on this golf course when he was about 10 years old. His dad is a club pro, and I think was then still is, His um, aunt is Pat Bradley, the LPGA Hall of Famer, and Keegan's dad and Pat were in a team competition, oh, about 12, 15, 20, I don't know, 30 years ago, and and, uh, Keegan was the caddy for his dad in that event. He and Sam Burns are tied for the lead. Charlie Hoffman, Lucas Glover, Max Homa giving chase. We'll run down all the leaderboards coming up in just a little bit. Fabulous golf course uh, where the Valspar Championship is, the Copperhead Course at Innisbrook. Back in 2019, the good old days when we were allowed to travel freely wherever we wanted to go and there was no coronavirus to worry about, um, the Valspar, we went to uh, Copperhead and, uh, and Innisbrook. Played the golf course twice. There's two other golf courses on property. Played each of them once. It's a vacation I would highly recommend if you can handle the heat and the humidity of the summer. The entire trip was under $1,000, and I think any time that you're going to play four rounds of golf, stay three nights in a resort, rent a car and do all the things that you're going to do to eat and can get by without less than a thousand bucks. Uh, that's uh, that's a pretty good deal. 
Uh, the, and I, I, uh, the other two courses, the North course, I would say, uh, good. The South course I thought was kind of hard there. There are a lot of rough on the South course, but the Copperhead course was the gym and we got to play that twice. I believe my scores were 77 and 78 on that golf course. But if you get a chance to go out there and play, I think you'll really enjoy the Copperhead course at Innisbrook and we'll see how all the, the everything uh, plays out this week with this event and who comes out on top. But right now, Bradley and Burns at the top at minus 12. All right, there's this is special invitation time, or so it seems. Uh, Ricky Fowler has been given a special invitation to play in the PGA Championship next week, at uh, next month at Kiowa Island. Um, when he missed the Masters this year, it was the first time since 2010 that Ricky Fowler did not play in a major. So he ended a, a streak of somewhere around 50 uh, times in a row he played in a major, maybe 40. But uh, Ricky Fowler really hasn't played a lot of championship-quality golf since he won at the Players' Championship a few years back. And uh, those exemptions are starting to uh, end, and he's got to start playing better if he's going to get back in all these majors. Uh, no, t- I don't know if he's uh, qualified yet for the U.S. Open. Obviously, there's regional and sectional qualifying coming up for that. And we'll see if he's in the U.S. Open uh, at Torrey Pines. But he's been granted a special invitation to play next month at Kiowa Island. There is discussion on whether or not the USGA should give Phil Mickelson a pass and give him a spot in the 156-man field at the U.S. Open in June at Torrey Pines. Obviously, Phil doesn't live too far from there in, in I think, Rancho Cucamonga, California, Rancho, Rancho Santa Fe. Uh, and so, um, and he's always played... Um, the, or most years he's played at Torrey Pines and in and, and the uh, tour stop that's there with uh, the, the farmer's insurance. So I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about seeing Phil play. Phil uh, did not make the cut yesterday, finished one off the lead, bogeyed 16 and 18 after a good birdie stretch that could have given him a chance to play the weekend. I would think that one more trip around the U.S. Open would be fair for Phil. He's done been so close in the past. I don't think he's going to win, even though it's at a golf course that he's played very well at. There's just something about the uh, the father time kind of gets in people's way. And maybe there's golfers out there some year that will be able to play past 50 as competitively as they did in their 30s. But sometimes, at some point, they just kind of hit the wall, and they just don't have whatever it is to go any further. And the younger guys are going to usually dominate. This game is um, your kind of your prime is about twenty-five to forty. That's why it's going to be really interesting to see if Tiger comes back, if he can even compete on the PGA Tour, let alone win a major or even a golf tournament. So all of that's uh, up for grabs, and we should hear something in the next uh, few days as to whether Phil is going to get an invitation to play in the U.S. Open and whether he accepts it or not. You know, uh, ever since we started this golf show 25-plus years ago, uh, I've talked about the golf ball that you play and how important it is. Uh, And I'm a big proponent in finding one golf ball that you can afford and that you like the way it performs for you and then sticking with that. And it's great when you find a whole bunch of balls when you're looking for yours and you find 10, but one of them's not yours. Uh, And some people use them and play with them on the next hole. And I think that's really difficult to really hone in your your golf game and to get your distances correct. And um, the there's a can't remember who the the, the the group was that decided to do this, but there was a club that decided, okay, we're going to test uh, a, whole, a whole bunch of premium golf balls versus the range ball that you play with on uh, when you go out to practice. And here's why I really think uh, when you practice with uh, chipping and pitching, it's important to play and, and practice with the ball that you're going to play with. 
they uh, they put this on the Iron Byron and on a launch monitor. Iron Byron is a, a device that can basically swing at whatever speed they set it at. And because it's a robot, it can hit the exact same shot time after time after time after time, which the human person cannot do. You're going to always have some human error element, no matter whether you're you or me or, or Tiger Woods or Justin Thomas. We're all going to not hit the golf ball the same every time. So when they do these tests, they'll, uh, they'll test them. Uh, on the Iron Byron so they can get exactly the same club head speed, exactly the same smash factor. And they tested premium golf balls versus the range ball. And on the, um, there's a golf magazine article, the ball goes about 20 yards less with the range ball. The launch angle is lower with the range ball, so you're not going to carry it as far. The spin is more with the range ball, so it's going to go offline more. And so it's going to be, and as I said, I think they tested this at 106 with their, their speed, and the range ball went 280, and the premium ball went 298. So uh, 30 yards is, or 20, uh, 18 yards is pretty significant um, if you're a PGA Tour player. And I think if you're going to the driving range whenever it's not soupy again to go out there and do that, um, I think you're going to find, find that when you're hitting drivers, when you're hitting long irons, even mid irons, with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For me, typically, I don't care how far the ball goes. When I practice, I am looking strictly for direction. Does the ball go where I'm aiming it? And a, a golf ball like a range ball that's going to spin more, if I can hit it straight, then I can probably hit my premium golf ball just as straight when I get on the golf course. I'm looking for direction a lot more than I am uh, distance uh, because the, the ball is going to be completely different. Where I really think this comes into play is in those 100-yard shots and in. If you're going to get a feel for how far the ball goes, it's really hard, first of all, unless you have either a range finder or a um, – a track man or, or, or a flight scope to be able to know exactly how far the ball goes when you're practicing. And most of us don't do that. Some of us have gotten those Mevos. I want to get one, uh, the, the portable, uh, the uh, portable launch monitors just to see how far the, the ball goes. But I really think that when you're hitting wedge shots, it's really difficult to kind of figure out just how far that ball is going to go uh, on the driving range. But when you go over to the practice chipping area or you work in a bunker, I would suggest you take the golf balls that you're going to play with, some that you've used in previous rounds, uh, put them in the bunker, chip with them around the greens because that's what's going to really lower your scores. Can you get up and down when you miss a green? And even the best players on the PGA Tour miss five or six greens around. That means you and I are missing at least half, if not more, of the greens per round. Getting up and down is going to really help your score. But I, I found it interesting that the range ball is about 20 yards less. And a lot of club fitters, I know MK Golf does this, and most other club fitters, when they test you, they ask you which golf ball you play with, and they test you with that because they definitely want to dial in those distances at some point. And that's what uh, your golf ball and, and possibly a, a static setting is, uh, is for, maybe a net or a mat to hit off of, uh, and, a, and, a, and a, um, a launch monitor to determine just exactly how far it's going.
We talked about you at UTSA. They finished fifth this week at the uh, Conference USA Championship. The Big 12 Championship also concluded this week. Cole Hammer from Texas is your champion on the individual side, and Oklahoma State uh, finished uh, number one. The Big 12 is loaded with good teams, uh, three top five teams in the country with OU Texas and Oklahoma State. All right, last thing I want to get to is Dottie Pepper. Dottie Pepper was a incredible LPGA Tour player, Hall of Fame LPGA Tour player. And a few years ago, uh, especially after Ken Venturi passed, um, the uh, folks at CBS were trying to find some people to replace her. Dottie started her broadcasting career with NBC and the Golf Channel. And I can't remember the year, but I'm thinking it's about five or six years ago. They moved her over to CBS. She became the first a female um, analyst or uh, to cover one of the holes at uh, the Masters. And this year, she was walking the golf course, which I'm sure she was doing it outside the ropes because the Masters doesn't allow anybody inside the ropes except the players and the caddies. They don't even have standard bearers that follow the players uh, at the Masters. It's caddies and players only inside the ropes. And then the rules official may be accompanying them, but they're standing along the rope line. And I never saw where Dottie was. Uh, but I thought she did a fabulous job uh, following all the leading groups coming in. In, the, in years past, she was camped out at number 13. But the more I watch golf, uh, I think that she has turned into an exceptional uh, analyst and, and announcer. Kind of funny, plays off of uh, the guys uh, uh, very well and does uh, an excellent job of telling us what's going on out there on the golf course. Uh, that's not an easy job to do. Uh, I think she does a, a really good job with it. And uh, I'm excited to see the, the some of the uh, golf this weekend. Uh, CBS will be covering it. In fact, they have every event except for the U.S. and British Opens uh, through August uh, coming up. So uh, kudos to her for continuing to stay in the world of golf and having a great career. All right, coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk with Gary Peserb and Kerry Kimball. We'll find out what's going on with the uh, First Tee Invitational and a way for you to have a chance to help out the uh, first tee of San Antonio. That's all coming up next as we roll on the Ticket 760 Golf Show. It's 814 on Ticket 760. All right, it's 819 as we roll on on the Ticket 760 Golf Show. I'm Andy Everett. Thanks so much for listening today. You're going to talk a lot about golf today and probably watch some from Tampa, but nonetheless, we'll uh, get on the golf course soon. Coming up on June 17th, it's the First Tee Invitational in partnership with the Canyon Springs Senior Men's Golf Association. A 1 o'clock, let's see, an 8 o'clock shotgun start, uh, scramble, and benefiting the First Tee of San Antonio. Joining us right now, first up is Kerry Kimball, the Executive Director of the First Tee. Good morning, Kerry. How are you doing today? Good morning, Andy. I'm doing great. How are you? Very well. And then Gary Peserb, he is uh, the, the uh, with the Canyon Springs Senior Men's Golf Association and uh, helps put on this golf tournament. Gary, good morning to you. Living the dream, Andy. Thanks for having us again. We uh, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Kerry, let's get an overview of what's going on in this last year since we, I think we spoke with you uh, last summer uh, as the executive director of the First Tee. Obviously, you've had to kind of battle through a COVID year, but we seem to be getting more and more people playing golf and golf courses around town are busy. And I'm assuming the first tee is a benefit of that as well. Yes, Andy, we certainly were. Um, COVID was really a blessing for us. We've not only had um, returning kids to our program, but we saw a lot of new golfers because parents felt safe putting them in, you know, our golf programs because golf is, you know, socially or uh, socially distant inherently. Right. And so we Mm -hmm. were able to, 
um, you know, with a few extra safety measures, accommodate those kids last year when they were behind screens and remote learning and not wanting being able to be outside. So we had we did see a lot of new golfers coming into the game, which was amazing. When you see some of these new people come in and pick up the game for the first time, uh, what is the the reaction, I guess, from them and from you when they hit that shot for the first time that is flush and and they just nail one on the driving range out there or or make their first putt or make their first birdie or some of those kind of stories with uh, players and kids that get into the first tee program that have never played golf before? I think we all know, you know, we might have a bad round and we hit that last shot in 18 and we have, and you know, it kind of brings us back. Right. So it's amazing to see these kids who, you know, golf is not an easy sport, but when you see them make a putt or hit that flush shot, flush shot, um, we're able to see the joy on their faces and that, you know, they were outside, they were able to be outside for, we're extremely excited. You know, a lot of the parents even know golf. So for them to start learning the game as well, it's like, I think we're getting additional people coming into the game because, you know, they don't know and their kids happen to maybe see it on TV or from their friends. And so it is amazing to see the joy on their faces when, when they do make that putt and, uh, or hit that flush shot. Gary, you've been a, a partner with the uh, Canyon Springs Senior Men's Golf Association for some time. Tell us about this organization. Uh, I guess you guys play, obviously, out there at Canyon Springs a lot. And why the first tee? Why uh, have you guys decided to, to get behind this uh, this cause? And in the past, this was an official Fiesta event. We haven't had uh, Fiesta for a couple of years, uh, hopefully in 2022. But tell us about uh, how, you're, uh, how you, just, you chose the, uh, the, uh, the first tee. Well, thanks again, Andy. Um, the Canyon Springs Senior Men's Golf Association has been in existence for about 14 years out at that venue, a uh, beautiful venue, just uh, opened their new greens last summer. Uh, we have uh, about 100 dues-paying members, of which about 55 to 60 make it out there every Tuesday to play. Our formats vary from scrambles to uh, Stapleton uh, formats, and we're actually going to have a Ryder Cup-type format coming up here in May. So uh, we, we, you know, we spread the the, uh, the goodness of various types of uh, of, of uh, competitive opportunities. Plus, we just have a great bunch of guys, and they, they're supported by their spouses, which really brings us to the the tournament. Uh, about four years ago, Elton Hudgens, our uh, board director, who's in charge of special events, collaborated with the First Tee to see if we couldn't help them. And uh, you know, that organization is phenomenal. I know. I know uh, Carrie can go into minute detail about it, but just bringing on the, the, the new generation of young people, not only you know as golfers, but as great American citizens, is a big deal. And, and that's what that organization does. It builds character. So it was a perfect fit for a whole bunch of old guys. By the way, we're a 50-plus organization, so a lot of our people have had careers and, and are retired and, um, and have a little bit of time to be able to commit to uh, a, a great cause like the first tee. So that's what got us where we are right now and, and brings us to finally being able to conduct this tournament. We, this is our, uh, we had it on the, on the books for last April uh, 17th. We had to push it to November, pushed it again to, uh, to April of this year, and now we're finally going to get to run it. So um, a lot of effort has gone into to bringing this, this tournament in, on, onto the uh, 
you know, to, to actually conduct it on the 17th of June. And Gary, uh, I've been playing this golf since I was 10, so that's about 47 years. And I, I always try to find the next generation of golfers. I want this sport to to obviously last well past us. The first tee is a good place for that to happen. And as you mentioned, even if they don't ever take up the game of golf on a full-time basis, play it professionally, or work in the golf profession, the things that the first tee teaches are great life lessons for for people moving forward in their lives. They absolutely are. And uh, just in terms of monetary support, uh, over the three tournaments that we've conducted, we've been able to put $57,000 into the first tee coffers. Uh, so that's been significant. It's grown from, you know, under 10 to 19 to 27 last year, almost 27 last year. This year our target's $30,000. And um, our players can support that by going into CSS mga.com that's canyon spring senior men's golf association.com and taking a look at the tournament flyer which contains a link to sign up and register your team or if you're not interested in putting a team out there you can support us through sponsorships simply as a whole sponsor for 250 dollars or a major whole sponsor for 600 our team uh starts at four person teams start at 500 and can run all the way up to uh, the gold sponsorship level, which is $5,000, and get you a significant number of teams. I believe it's six. So uh, I know I've got a silver sponsor that signed up for three, um, three teams. So uh, those four-person te- teams are going to be competing for uh, the top four prizes, which are going to be dinners for eight at the top, some top-rung restaurants in San Antonio, one of which is Southerly as part of Hotel Emma. Um, we've got a hole-in-one contest that are going to happen as part of the tournament. And uh, there's four uh, par threes out there. Three of the par threes will have vehicles, a Lincoln Corsair SUV from Lincoln Park, uh, North Park Lincoln, a Jordan Ford vehicle, and a Lexus. In addition, the fourth par three will offer a $10,000 hole-in-one prize. And those hole-in-one contests are not going to be charged. In other words, your your basic registration fee is going to cover you for – free entry into the hole-in-one contests. Carrie, tell, um, tell, tell me about the, the money that you get from them and from other entities, how that helps the first tee. And obviously you're a 501c3 charity, so like a lot of golf events, you rely on charitable contributions in order to fund your programs. But uh, things like this have to make a huge impact. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, they do. And Gary and Elton and their team, I mean, are doing incredible work. These, these events are a lot of time and effort. And as a nonprofit, you know, we don't always have that many resources to, to put on these events. And so we're so grateful to them and their team for for the manpower that really is behind this, I get to see it behind the scenes and to be a benefactor of 
of their efforts and, and is just amazing and growing the game. You know, the, this money helps us keep our program costs low. Um, we subsidize at least 65% of our programming to all of our children in, in the program. But if no children's turned away for financial need, this also helps us provide equipment, have partnerships at other golf courses, provide on-course playing experiences. We're trying to create new um, local opportunities for all of our kids. We created the Game Changer Checks to Shootout last year. Um, which was against First Tee um, Austin and First Tee San Antonio in a, in a Ryder Cup-style event that was captained by Roberto Diaz, who's currently on the Corn Ferry Tour, and Andrew Landry uh, represented Austin. So we're just trying to create more local opportunities for these kids, you know, as, as Gary mentioned, you know, to build their character as they go through life. And, you know, most of them aren't going to be uh, PGA Tour players, but, you know, golf is very important in my life, and I've been able to, you know, uh, meet amazing people and it just has taught me a lot in my life so that's that's really the goal of our organization right I mean if, if one or two of them happen to be on the PGA Tour in the future that's a bonus but it's really about building their character and allowing them to you know navigate the challenges of life and last year I think was a perfect example of how our program you know can help us navigate through through unexpected uh, changes that we all that we all went through. Gary uh, tell us about the uh, the uh, silent auction which is now a virtual auction. It's, a, it's humongous. It's, a, it's actually when we think about what the potential is to really support First Tee financially, this is where it can all happen. We've got uh, 72 items currently on the uh, online auction, we're going to call it, and it's, uh, it used to be the silent auction. These items that have not already been bid and, and, uh, and, and credited to the person's credit card or bought will be on display at the uh, tournament itself, and hopefully there won't be that many left after you know, people uh, go through the process of, of examining what's available. But like the, the number one Cadillac event or Cadillac item is the Dormy Network. $16,000 value, $5,000 minimum bid, includes venues such as Briggs Ranch, uh, Omaha, Nebraska, Arbor Links, uh, Roanoke, Virginia, Ballyhack, uh, Dormy Club in Pinehurst, an Atlantic City golf course. So access to all those types of uh, great golf courses are available through that. There's a lake house on LBJ. Uh, we've got categories in addition to that. We call that the want to get out uh, uh, type of category. But we also have uh, golf equipment and services, which includes an offering by MK Golf Tech for fitting. We've got currently rounds of golf at 17 venues in and around San Antonio and as far away as South Carolina, 24 rounds of golf that, that can be bid upon. Uh, in the venue, in the uh, online auction. Yeah. We've got a um, collectible category that includes a tremendous amount of gear from the Spurs um, and uh, and other collectible-type stuff. Uh, we've got wine and spirits, great bottles of wine from Napa and, and Yakima Valley, Washington. And, um, and that's, that pretty much gives us a, a good rundown of what's available. 72 items, like I said, are, are on that uh website right now and uh, that's active it's going to be active today and we have the dynamic capability and this is key we're still looking for more uh, auction items and uh items for door prizes we expect to be able to award 75 percent of our uh participants door prizes but we could use some more and we can use some stuff for goodie bags from some of our great sponsors out there. Gary and Kerry, thank you so much for joining us today. Best of luck with this. It's June 17th. You can uh, go online to the org slash Fiesta or through the Canyon Springs Men's Golf Association. Best of luck with this event. Uh, we'll look forward to it in June. 
Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Gary. All right, that's Gary Peserve, Kerry Kimball, and uh, from uh, Senior Men's Golf Association at Canyon Springs and the First Tee. Let me tell you about KM Builders. You need to get your house remodeled. You need to call KM. They've been doing this for a long time, too. Longer than this golf show's been on, as a matter of fact. Back in 1984, Keith and his team started remodeling homes in San Antonio, and they're the Cadillac of doing it in this community. Some fabulous pictures on their websites. If you can dream it, if you can think about it, if you've got an idea, they can expand on it and make it even better. And when they finish, it'll look like it was the original part of your house and uh, been there forever. Give Keith and his team a call today and see what they can do to help you with your remodeling projects. 680-KMCO. They're online at kmbuilders.com. We'll talk with John Knauer, UTSA Men's Golf, next. It's 832 on the ticket. All right, it's 837 as we roll on on the Ticket 760 Golf Show. A leaderboard update coming up shortly. Another event you might want to consider. My uh, cohort, uh, David Munoz, who uh, fills in for me on the show from time to time, is part of a golf event at uh, Northern Hills on June 18th. The St. Mark Knights of Columbus Council 7613 will take place uh, there. And uh, you can uh, check out uh, where to go and hopefully um, perhaps play in uh, that event. Uh, Northern Hills has some of the uh, information on all of that. Uh, and uh, you can learn more about that on this uh, from the St. Mark's Knights of Columbus Council. All right, joining us right now is John Knauer. He is the head men's golf coach at UTSA. By the way, the UTSA spring game scheduled for today has been moved to tomorrow, if you haven't heard, and we'll be on the air with that broadcast tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, uh, a little Sunday morning football to uh, preview uh, the upcoming 2021 season. John and his team uh, have uh, finished fifth this past week at the um, – at the uh, Conference USA Championship, but they're going to be headed to the NCAA tournament. They'll find out where they're going next week. John, uh, good morning again. Thanks for joining us. Um, you guys have had a really competitive conference tournament this year. Yeah, we did. Um, I think 30-something strokes separated all 13 teams. And, wow. <laughs> uh, you know, that's a, when you're counting four scores every day for three rounds, that's that's quite a quite a deal you have 30 strokes separating the first and last guy on the pga tour uh, you know and that's just one one person so you multiply that by four uh yeah it was very tight very competitive throughout the entire event now you guys and many other conferences have done the something similar to what the ncaa's done by having three rounds of stroke play to determine the top four teams and then going into a match play for for the rest of the tournament that's the way the ncaa now crowns its champion uh, talk about that format and how difficult that is to just get in that top four and then eventually have a chance to win it. Yeah, it's uh, it creates two separate events almost. Um, you're playing those first three days, and obviously you'd like to finish first and be the, the top seed, but in the end you know you just have to win two matches in the match play. So being in the top four is the most important thing. Uh, you've got to be in it to be able to – to try to compete. And uh, so, you know, first, second, third day, you're, you're looking at where you're stacking up there. And, and obviously there might be years where the first or second place team kind of runs away with it. They know they're going to make it. And so maybe they cruise through the last day, but I don't know if it's just the setup at Texarkana country club, uh, Art Romero, the, the pro and kind of the head director of that deal does such a good job of figuring out, you know, weather and pin placements and, 
you know, moves up a tee occasionally to let you try to reach a par five or moves it back on a different day and really keeps that tournament very competitive from top to bottom. So, you know, sometimes you're going into the last day and the 10th place team is, you know, 10 shots back of making that fourth place uh, deal. And, you know, 10 shots is always what we call kind of the gold standard uh, with one round to go. When you have four players, you can make up 10 shots very easily. That is just a, a very doable thing. And so it keeps everyone engaged, keeps you on your toes. Uh, there's there's not a lot of just, you know, um, sleepwalking through the last round. And then you get to turn right around and the next day play two matches. Uh, and those are always highly competitive. Match play is so awesome. Uh, everybody, you know, it's, it's the Ryder Cup. Yeah. And everyone gets well, into it and there's some heightened emotions and – uh, I think it also brings out sometimes some of the best play. You see some amazing shots and and some different things, and and uh, it, it, it's just an awesome experience from the first shot that's hit to the last putt. Well, I'm looking at these scores. Middle Tennessee shoots 14 under, North Texas 12 under, UAB 11 under, Charlotte 7 under, and you were 4 under. And you talk that's four players combined scores. Uh, for three days of golf, that is amazing golf just on the numbers. So the the competition's getting better and better out there. It is. Um, historically, Conference USA's, you know, been strong. Um, but for those of you guys that follow, you know, a lot of the Conference USA stuff, we, we have a lot of sports that what we call a one-bid league, you know, just like our basketball mm-hmm. team. You know, whoever wins the tournament, gets to go and no one else really does. And so unlike a North Carolina in basketball, it doesn't matter if they win the ACC tournament, they're going to be in because they're ranked, whatever. Well, this year we already knew we had three teams, UAB, Charlotte, and us that were ranked plenty high enough that it didn't matter what we did in the tournament. And then middle Tennessee was a few spots behind us just outside the number. Of course, they won, so they got the automatic bid. That's four. And then North Texas is literally on the bubble. I think if someone else had won, I think it might have been a different story they'd have been in. But with middle coming behind us all and upsetting those kind of top four seeds, they actually may have just knocked North Texas out. And Mm -hmm. so we'll see. But we're for sure going to get four. And we very well may get five into the tournament this year. Where do you think you'll go? So the NCAA does a good job with an F curve, um, you know, to keep everything as equal and balanced as possible. So there is really no rhyme or reason to that. Um, they take the literally the very number one team. And, you know, if that's something that's a regional deal, they can start there with their S, but then they just start moving. And uh, obviously, unless you're a host school, you get stuck at your own site. But uh, other than that, so there's really no, it's not like we can say, well, you know, we're closest to these couple. Um, the regionals this year are in Seattle, Washington, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Stillwater, Oklahoma, um, Bloomington, Indiana, Nashville, Tennessee, and Tallahassee, Florida. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a toss of the dice. Yeah. And they're all great. I'm sure they're all great courses too. They are. Um, I mean, there's there's ones that maybe, you know, you could say I'd rather not go there or maybe this doesn't suit our team or maybe this this would have something that 
looks like what we practice on or same grass. But I try to refrain from that. I learned a long time ago when I was assistant at Arizona that you start kind of saying that kind of stuff. And then sure enough, that's, you know, if I say, I just don't want to go to Seattle. Well, that's pretty much guaranteed. That's where we'll go. Then, <laughs> <I say>. yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. you, know, you know, how it is, or, oh, I really would love to go to Stillwater. I think that would be great. Been there. No, then there's no chance. So yeah. I just kind of just throw it up and then we'll see what lands. Um, there are good and, and bads to every one of those trips. So I think that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make the best of it. And you'll find out Wednesday at one o'clock, right? Wednesday, one o'clock on the golf channel. Uh, we'll be able to COVID wise, you know, we can't host like a huge team watch party kind of thing, but, uh, you know, we'll have a small little gathering of just the coaches and the players and we'll watch it at the, you know, at a restaurant or something in a private area or something like right. that. And, and, uh, uh, but everybody else can watch. I know all of our parents, you know, we have such a great following. They go to all the tournaments and they're all get together and they all eat out together. It's just a big thing. I know they're actually all getting together on a zoom call and watching it together. Perfect. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's a cool thing. Um, you know, I tease coach Henson and coach trailer all the time that uh, this is a golf school. But uh, it really is. It's I becoming mean, one, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> the men and women's team are, are uh, the ones going to the NCAA tournament this year and, and both on at-large bids. And so, you know, we're the only two sports to ever do that uh, in all the, all the years of, of UTSA athletics to get out on our own number versus just winning a conference, well, a conference title. Way to go with that, John. And I'll look uh, forward to seeing where they go next week. And uh, c- uh, congratulations to your team and good luck at the NCAA tournament. Thank you so much, Andy. Take care. That's John Knauer. He is the head coach at UTSA. We'll talk foot joy golf coming up next. It's 846 as we roll on on the Ticket 760 Golf Show. And we'll talk with Jared Lynch from Foot Joy on the Ticket. Eight fifty one on ticket seven sixty. Keegan Bradley and Sam Burns, your leader at the Valspar, the HSBC Women's World Championship. Zila Lynn and Hannah Green are in the lead uh, there. Uh, the Tenerife Open on the uh, symmetric on the European Tour. Von Delling is at minus seventeen. Burmester is at minus fourteen. And the PGA Professional Championship. Omar Yaresti won. He'll be in the PGA Championship coming up. Uh, in May. Joining us right now is Jared Lentz. He is the area rep for FootJoy. Jared, good morning. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Andy, you stand dry today? I'm trying. And uh, I wanted to get you on. I had a chance to meet you. You took over this territory about a little less than a, a year ago. And for FootJoy, I've been wa- wearing FootJoy shoes, I think, since day one or thereabouts, as soon as I got my first pair of shoes. So that's uh, 45 plus years or so. Uh, tell us about, uh, we always talk about Titleist being the number one ball in golf, and they, it's kind of under the same company umbrella with, with FootJoy. You guys dominate the tours, you dominate golf, uh, and uh, what is it that FootJoy does so well that people just kind of keep coming back to it? Uh, what would you say that is? Well, Andy, why'd you just date yourself back 45 years? I thought you were <laughs> younger than that. No, I, but, I'm, uh, I'm up there. Well, besides that, uh, it's a great time to be under the Akushnet company, which is the Titleist and FootJoy side, like you mentioned. But when it comes to the soft goods side, fortunately, FootJoy leads in every category that we sell, from shoes, gloves, socks, apparel, and outerwear. But the biggest performance boost that we've had this year 
in the shoe world is the Premier Series. Have you had a chance to see those yet? I've seen them. I haven't tried them on or, or got them yet, but tell us about that shoe. Well, I've met you. I probably picture you as a dry joy guy or something along the old Hyperflex or something along the world. Is I've had pretty much all of them. <laughs> right well, now, I'm a Fury guy, but that's that shoe doesn't exist anymore. But we're gonna, we're working on that. <laughs> well, we've made it better. It's the Premier Series. That's a it's a perfect blend, Andy, of anything when it comes to classic styles like the dry joys that's been around for 35 years, the old Icon Blacks, and even the old school classics. But the good portion about that is they're less expensive. And to me, they're probably more stylish in that same modern classic. So they're less expensive. They're better looking. They're lighter weight with all the modern performance aspects. But most importantly, they look really good and they're comfy. Yeah. One good thing about foot joys, we try to pride ourselves. When you take the shoes out of the box, all you have to do to break them in it's just that, take them out of the box and put them on. Exactly. I'm looking at some of them on the website right now, and they look fantastic. Uh, how many PGA Tour players do you have wearing the Premier Series, or, or, or how many are, have switched over to it? Do you know? Uh, that's a pretty good number. It fluctuates each week depending on which our staff guys are playing that week, but most guys are in that Pro SL and Premier Series. Yeah. Very few tour guys are wearing anything other than those two, but the third most popular shoe on tour is the new Hyperflex. But the definitely Premier Series is the biggest boost that we've seen since the Fall Masters in November, and then Pro SL right there with it. What's the uh, the the selling point for pros with the Pro SL? Uh, it's lightweight. It's spikeless. A lot of guys looking for something more athletic looking that's spikeless without the traditional spikes. It still has the hard plastic. There's 210 points of contact underneath that shoe. So just because it's spikeless doesn't mean you're going to lose any stability. Uh, it's just another option that's a little more athletic, a little lighter weight than the modern classic and the Premier Series that just came out here about uh, six weeks ago. We don't have a whole lot of time left. I want to make sure we get on the apparel. I'm a big FootJoy shirt person. I think it's the best performing golf shirt I've ever worn. I have about 20 of them in my closet. Uh, I don't hardly ever play golf without one of them on. I like the way they they give. They don't uh, hinder your golf swing. Well, I appreciate that. We need more of you, but Fortunately, we've grown since 2012 to be the leading apparel company. There's a lot of competition out there. But what helps us is we offer more styles and more sizes and more colors, prints, solids, stripes, you name it, Andy. Fortunately, we have it. Yeah, and then you can even go into the uh, the outerwear, the sweaters, uh, some fabulous lines there, and, of course, rain gear and things like that for if you have to play on a day like today. Yeah, we have four different styles of rain jackets, and uh, fortunately, I travel in a sprinter van when I met with you here recently, and you saw it, but it's 24 foot long. Andy, I need it to be about double that just to carry <laughs> all the products that we have, which is, which is a good thing. So I would imagine you invite people to the website and find uh, the, uh, the apparel somewhere in a store near you, and if uh, the store you have doesn't have it, they can get it. That's great. Most importantly, if you have a local golf shop, shop there. But if you go to footjoy.com or contact your PGA Pro, they'll be able to help you. But uh, fortunately, it's a great time with all the new golfers that we've picked up and all the boosting rounds in the past year, which is a great thing. So right. uh, hopefully, well, hopefully one day you and I get to play. Absolutely, Jared. Thanks so much for joining us. Wish we had more time. We'll do it again uh, down the road and uh, continued success with FootJoy. Thanks, Andy. Talk to you soon. All right. That's uh, Jared Lentz, area rep for FootJoy. Obviously, FootJoy.com is where you can find all their stuff, and none of it's bad. It's all good. 
All right. Uh, we'll be at uh, Joe Caruso next week for the uh, Ticket 760 Golf Show. Enjoy the Valspar and other golf today. And uh, it's 858 on Ticket 760. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.